We want to see you. How about at Jesse Brown's Outdoors Facebook page, maybe Instagram. Both operate under the handle Jesse Brown CLT, and we want to see your hike, hunt, fish, climb, travel pics. We love to share and hope that you do too. Plus, giveaways, discounts, and celebrating our friends is a part of the charm. Again, Facebook and Instagram at Jesse Brown's CLT. We love heading into the part of the year that brings us all back together, away from summer vacation and getaways and the things that we've done for the past three months. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty. One of these places that brings us all together is the gridiron of local high schools. These players have prepared all year long, lifting weights, running drills, summer practice, and now they're about to show off their stuff. And best yet, they're all still undefeated. Since 1988, our friend Langston Wirtz Jr. has had an upfront view of area high school athletics uh, with the Charlotte Observer for over 30 years. And he's also the host of Talking Preps podcast, and he joins us now. Langston, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me. I think we've been doing this for, I don't know, five, six, seven years now. So thanks for having me. Man, we love getting you on here. And you've been on here, I think, before even Talking Preps um, happened. And we want to talk a little bit about that uh, and, okay. and have our listeners tune in. But um, talk to us about the, the magical name, or if there is magic in a name, Jaden. Because both the preseason players of the year with the Observer, they carry that name. Now, now they both spell it. The offensive uh, preseason pick, Jaden Davis, spells Jaden with a Y. And, of course, yeah. uh, Jaden Smith from, from your alma mater, West Charlotte's g- going to jump in there as the preseason defensive player of the year. But let's start. Right. Let's start off with this. Tell us about that Providence Day quarterback. He's he's had all kinds of uh, uh, accolades in his career over there at Providence Day. What can we expect with him in his senior season? The three best high school quarterbacks I've covered in Charlotte: Drake May, Chris Leak, Jaden Davis. I mean, they they are you know all three the best I've, I've covered. Um, Jaden Davis throws a beautiful football. Um, he's not, you know, he's he's a little shorter than Drake. Obviously, is six foot, but he throws a beautiful football. He, I'm not, I'm not saying he's Bryce Young, but he kind of that's kind of his game. I mean, he's not really going to run unless he has to. Really accurate with the football. He, he can make all the throws. Got a big arm. It's just a beautiful thrower to football. Very cerebral quarterback. Uh, big time leader. And the, the guy has this insatiable will to win. And you wouldn't, like, when you talk to him, you wouldn't think he had that. But when the game starts, it's like he flips and he becomes, like, you know, he turns from the whole, turns into the whole <laughs> Because he, he, he's got that, that thing. You know, he's got that thing. And he's also got that quarterback speak down pat. He gives you the oh, perfect yeah. answer every time. Well, second to that, talk to us a little bit about the other side of the line. If we look over at West Charlotte and Jaden Smith, 6'3", 200-plus pounds, what's yeah. he going to mean for that team and what their season's going to look like? You know, Jaden is a, is probably one of the two or three best just athletes in North Carolina. I mean, he could play probably five or six positions on a football field. He grew a lot in the offseason. He put on about 20 pounds, about two mm-hmm. inches of size, and – 
his recruitment jump from kind of like a mid-major, low-major guy to, you know, almost every power five in the country wanted a shot at him because these schools think they can put another 20 pounds on him. I mean, and he's going to just continue to grow and, and peak. I mean, he's, he's got an NFL type of future, you know, if he continues to develop at the pace he's developing. And, you know, he may be a guy who has to sit out a year at Michigan, but don't be, you know, don't be shocked and like, oh, he's not that good. He has to grow into that body. His body's changing so rapidly, but he, he really can move. He can come off the edge like I've never seen. I mean, he can just contort his body in the ways and get to the quarterback. I mean, he's, he's going to be special at this level. Just about impossible to deal with. And his next level is going to be special, too. And I think he can lead West Charlotte to a deep, deep playoff run, and they'll have a chance to win a state championship this year. Wow. Well, of course, uh, Coach Harbaugh spent plenty of time in Charlotte. Michigan uh, is a whole yeah. other story once he gets there. So it'll be exciting to see all of these players d- develop, the ones that are going to develop beyond high school. But uh, what what a treat to have the high school programs that we do in this area, especially this time of year. There's some excitement uh, in that. And Langston, I love talking to you about this because you give us perspective and you gave us uh, this perspective from the first time you were on these airwaves uh, with us Uh, and it has to do with the health of football the sport of football not only in our country but specifically to this area and and you of course have had a a view like no one else how is the health of participation in football in our area and the health of the fan base the parent base, the booster base um, with our area schools in Mecklenburg and in the Charlotte metro region? That's a really good question. Um, high school football participation has been down, but you have to realize we, you know, we're still mm-hmm. coming out of a pretty big pandemic. And a lot of people just didn't want to, you know, jump back into team sports right after that. So participation has been down. Girls sports participation has particularly been down, but I think football is starting to come back. Now I'm hearing from a lot of teams, you know, we had the most, kids come out that we've had in X number of years. I was talking to Richmond's senior coach, Brian Till, a couple of days ago. They had 140 out. He's just kind of getting back to the old days. And so I think, you know, people are starting to come back out and play again. Football in Charlotte, in the Charlotte area, is just going up, up in a way. Um, yeah. I, you know, I would say we're starting to get into the top tier of, of national football. What we don't have is that national team, that branded, you know, that IMG uh, that St. Pius, you know, that, that big-time team, I think Providence Day could become that under Chad Greer. And that's kind of the only thing we're lacking. But, you know, the football here is really good. The talent level here is really good. If you look at the top 100 list of the you know top players in the country, it's always littered with Charlotte kids. If you narrow that down and you look at the top 25 players in North Carolina, it's almost half of more of Charlotte kids. You have so many NFL players coming here to retire and live and they're training and they're coaching in the, in the, in the mighty mice, the little leagues. And these kids come to middle school and high school and they're just in so much uh, better shaping addition and ready to play to their counterparts. And it shows once they get on the field in high school. And it's also because Charlotte's becoming so good. It's kind of led an arms race throughout the state where other teams are trying to keep up to what Charlotte's doing. And I, you know, I keep saying this every three or four years, but the next group of kids coming through here is going to be the best group of kids we've ever seen. Wow. Well, that's nice to know because we've had some really good ones kind of roll through here. I mean, and- think, yeah, but think about it. Think about this right now. Jaden Davis is the number two, three quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. His lineman. David Sanders is the number one player in the country among juniors in the class of 2025. And just yesterday, 
they had a kid in the next class, the class of 2026, named the number one inside offensive lineman, all on one team. Well, that might lead into my next question. If we uh, and I don't have a a child on the gridiron, not a not a child, not a grandchild, but I love going out there because I think you can see community. It, it all of these different area schools will delve into that, and not only the the players and the coaches, right. but also the band, all that atmosphere that comes along. But uh, without even asking this, Langston, I've got this one on my list. I need to go see Providence Day play. Uh, are there some other schools out there that you'd recommend for our listeners that if we want to go out there and not only see community but also see some players that we might see on Saturday, some some players you mentioned Drake May uh, it, during his time at Myers Park. That guy was putting on a show. That he and <laughs> his show team. Week, yeah. um, is there um, some schools that you'd recommend us jumping out there and seeing? There's so many. Um, yes. You know, Charlotte's blessed with really good high school football. If you want to see that community, that old-time feel, you go see Charlotte Catholic, you go see Mooresville, you go see Lake Norman, uh, you see all the fans come out generations, the football's really good, the team spirit's great. Lake Norman has one of the best concession areas in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, always good to go up there. Uh, Huff is going to be really good to watch. they got a ton of college recruits. Chambers is going on their way back. They got a ton of college recruits. Independence and Butler both have high-level quarterbacks and Justin Little and, and uh, uh, the kid's names escape me. But Butler and, and Independence have two really great quarterbacks. And Zach Lawrence is the Butler quarterback. Uh, and, and the great coaching. And they used to be the powerhouse teams in Charlotte before the northern teams, the Mallet Creek, the Chambers, uh, took over. But And the Huff took over. But I think they're on their way back. So the football is really balanced in Charlotte this year. There's not that heavyweight. Providence Day could be a heavyweight, um, but I, I don't think, you know, in the public schools there's a heavyweight. So it's going to be wide open and lots of good teams and places to go and see. And, you know, I would suggest, you know, watch us every week and we'll direct you to all the best places. Oh, it's fantastic, the coverage that you are doing. And if you're just joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors, the coverage we're talking about is Langston Wirtz Jr. and the and his crew over there at the Charlotte Observer and also um, the podcast as well, Talking Preps. We'll, we'll get into a little bit about that. But, Langston, speaking yeah. of coverage, uh, the Observer backed away uh, in recent years uh, from York County and Lancaster County, and that's yeah. a new thing. They're back. If it's a county that touches Mecklenburg in the, in the readership yeah. of the Charlotte Observer, yeah. uh, you're covering it, and that means a power play coach uh, – Paige Wofford and Northwestern is a part of that. You've got them ranked high, I think, uh, in the at number five, five in the Sweet Sixteen, five, yeah. Yeah. and they they have on their list uh, Providence Day. They're going to butt heads, I do believe. How's that one going to shake out? Well, it's going to be the, a historic game. It's, it's actually this Saturday coming. It's uh, the first ever game at, at Bank of America Stadium. A couple of years ago, they tried to get South Point and Myers Park to play. We were talking about COVID earlier. COVID mm-hmm. ruined that. Yeah. Now we're going to have this game at Bank of America Stadium. It's not being streamed. You're going to have to go and watch it. And tickets are only $5. I know parking around the Panther Stadium would be a little dicey. It might be 10 15 bucks, But $5 for the tickets is incredible. They want everybody to come out and enjoy you know, a really good time. Uh, two great high school football programs. You know, dozens of college recruits. Uh, Northwestern has a kid, Turbo Richard, a running back, who's going to go crazy. Probably they has, you know, two wide receivers going to Michigan and UNC. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be high-level football. Northwestern is number one in the South Carolina 4A coaches poll, the number five in our Sweet 16. 
we started a new poll this year, the Carolina's Top 25. Both of these teams are top 10 in North and South Carolina combined in one poll. They're both top 10 in that. So this is as good as you can get for an opening opening day football game. I think they'll draw 10,000, 2,000 plus fans wow. out there. And, and I think they'll be treated to a game that's going to end up with about 80 points combined. Wow. So that <laughs> that's a whole nother version of, of community going to Bank of America and seeing these guys yeah, uh, sl- uh, uh, slam pads. Um, to do the research and the work for the for the readers of the Observer, I mean, it covers a large area. Uh, Talking Preps podcast is a part of that. Will you talk to uh, talk to us about the correspondence that you use, the coaches, retired coaches, personalities, football knowledge, uh, and how how you cover it, how you share info, and talk about it? Uh, because then you get together on Talking Preps and and chat it all out. Yeah, talking press is kind of labor of love. It's something I really love to do. Uh, uh, West Charlotte coach Sam Griner and I started it mm-hmm. about uh, six, seven years ago. Uh, Sam was not working at the time. He had just, it was six years ago, he had just finished coaching at Harding and he's at Hickory Ridge. And we brought him over. We started this thing and then we just kind of added to it. And then, you know, the technology got a little better. We could stream it and make it look good and we've been able to dress it up. And I was able to get uh, Jonathan Grice, who's now an uh, assistant head coach at Hickory Ridge. He's offensive coordinator, who I just think is a brilliant football mind. And I got Chris Hughes, who I think is the number one voice of high school football statewide in North Carolina to come on. Gary Richmond is a former coach, another brilliant football mind. Uh, and, and Dale Ross, who's followed Charlotte Mecklenburg High School football longer than me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think that without a doubt is the best staff, the best crew in North Carolina to talk high school football is none better. Uh, you know, we have the history. We have, you know, the the, the coaches. Sam Grant is the state championship coach. He's on our show every week. Um, so it's uh, it's just fun to do. And, you know, since we started, you know, a lot of competing shows have come up. So I knew that we're kind of on the right track. And uh, so we just, you know, keep trying to make it better and bigger every year. And, you know, just like I said, it's just a fun thing to do. Every Tuesday on YouTube, 8 o'clock, Charlotte Observer YouTube. Hope everybody can tune in and listen. It is worth tuning in, especially, I mean, if you have any interest in uh, in high school sports, especially kicking it off. Now, I, I have to ask because everybody picks a team uh, uh, who's going to win each week. You have an addition. You're putting radio people uh, into the pick thing. <laughs> Tell us yes. about uh, you got no limit, Larry. Now he's power ninety eight. He's a radio yes. guy. Does he yes. know his football? Is he going to get it right? Larry's a football coach. He coaches at Palisades. He know you know, and he, he played. Uh, he plays basketball all the time, but he uh, he coached. I think he coached East Mech as well. But he's he ah. a lot of football. And uh, Larry and I used to actually uh, co-host the uh, WCNC NBC football highlight show on Fridays with with uh, a couple of different hosts but we did that for I don't know four or five years and uh, just thought it'd be cool to bring No Limit back he's a good friend of mine and yes. I think you know you know bring in a different demographic hopefully hopefully he'll be on the radio talking about it but uh, I think you bring a different demographic in and like I said we're just trying to come up with new ways to have fun and spread the coverage around and, and kind of bring people in let them be a part of what we're doing. Well, you're doing you're doing great work for us readers out there and watchers on the YouTube channel. Um, I asked you earlier, I'm dodging around here with Langston Wirtz Jr. You can follow him on Twitter at Langston Wirtz Jr. Uh, w e 
R-T-Z, Jr., Langston Wirtz, Jr., also read him in the Charlotte Observer. He's been doing it for over three decades, but he's still a young man. Uh, Langston, <laughs> uh, tell us about, you had a recent post. It's amazing. I asked you about the health of football in Mecklenburg and Charlotte Metro, but you had a post about Melissa High School, I think it is, out in Texas. It's a 1,300-person yeah. high school, yeah. and they yeah. are completing, Woo. A thirty-five million dollar facility for high school football. Uh, any chance good. of that ever? I mean, we've got Memorial Stadium getting exercised a little bit, and of course, we mentioned Bank of America, uh, Rock Hill, which is in the uh, you know readership now uh, in York County, has District Five Stadium. Uh, um, what what about that Melissa uh, article that you posted on thirty-five million? What would I happen think- around here? I think that the CMS really, truly should think about building a regional mm-hmm. football stadium. Now, will it cost $35 million? I don't know. I doubt it. But I think that they really need to look at building like a ten to 12,000-seat regional football stadium in Charlotte so they can use for their big events, their graduations. Uh, even you can do, do small concerts. You know, when some of these smaller acts come to town, you can rent that out. You can definitely make your money back. And we need that because there's so many games just over – because we talked about how big football is getting. So yes. many games just over for these high school uh, stadiums. And we need a regional stadium like that. If a school were to build a stadium like that, it would start an arms race in North Carolina, similar to what you're seeing in Texas. And I don't know that's such a bad thing because, like I said, I think these schools could make a lot of money with such a thing. And, and maybe it would be a school – you know, and I don't know if they can afford it, but a school like a Richmond County would be perfect mm-hmm. to have something like that in. Oh, yeah, it, it makes good sense. You can read that article on the on uh, the tweet Langston put out there. Uh, last thing, Langston, I'll let you go. Thank you for jumping on the Carolina Outdoors and sharing. Jay Edwards uh, has a compilation of the all-name team. Not yeah, to man. put you on the spot, I have my favorite. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I said, I don't know. If, I don't have a list in front of me, but if Turbo Riches wasn't on his list, he needed to be. That's, uh, that's my favorite name <laughs> yeah. this year. Turbo Riches. I, li- I love that name, Northwestern running back. And, he, and apparently he's as good as his name is. But Jay is the best, man. I, I couldn't do my job without Jay. I got to give him a shout out. Uh, he's our secret weapon. I shouldn't say that out loud. Somebody might try to steal him from me. But Jay is the absolute best. Works at Boardwalk Billy's down on uh, Sardis Road. Go check him out. Some of the best food you get in Charlotte. Oh, you made me hungry just saying that. And you can see Jay Edwards' list on there. And I put you on the spot. Langston, you hit it like a champ. My favorite is a defensive back at Lake Norman Charter School. Hopefully he can dam up the competition as a 5'10", 150-pound <laughs> junior. His name is Major Leak. I'm sure there won't, like be a, <laughs> there won't be a Major Leak in that dam. He's going to uh, play some hard defense. Langston, uh, Jay's, done that. Jay's done that list for a long time. He does a great job finding those names. <laughs> it is too fun. It's too fun to check it all out, the good stuff, uh, the fun stuff, and everything in between. Again, check out the, the podcast uh, and YouTube show Talking Preps with Langston Wirtz Jr. and team. Again, Twitter at Langston Wirtz Jr. And as always, the Charlotte Observer. Langston, it's great having you. Thanks for being on the Carolina Outdoors. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Off he goes and off I go, but I'm going to come back on the other side and wrap up this edition. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.